guys so this week we're doing things a little differently where I asked you guys on Instagram to ask me uh, questions that you were interested in knowing about me um, I chose 10 the first 10 um, that I was asked so I'm just gonna read the question and then answer them um, and you know what a lot of the questions that I got were very similar and and so I'm kind of hoping that I answer a, a lot of your questions um, number one how did you end up making fitness your career um, so I was going through a really bad breakup and the gym was like my way of of getting over it um, and you know it was the first time in my life that I had really worked out because of my accident and just you know I I had never really been active and so I finally was able to um, yeah to like get the courage I guess to like go in the gym and figure it out and so I became obsessed with it and I really didn't know what I was doing I was the one that would go into like a spin class and then do yoga right after um, like a lot of people do because I just wasn't comfortable lifting weights I didn't know what I was doing and one of my aunts told me there's a, a class at a community college through wits is who I went through um, and you know it was I don't remember like maybe fifteen hundred dollars that i borrowed from my grandma and she's like you know go take this class uh even if it's just for yourself and who knows like i was kind of lost at the time because i had been doing photography and then moved to arizona with a boyfriend and and completely ditched my photography career which was i was very successful at in la um moved to arizona and just had jobs that i I didn't want to make a career like you could you know I just I didn't know what I was gonna do I was kind of lost when I moved back to California um, but then you know because fitness became a passion of mine my aunt said you should really just learn for yourself so you know what you're doing um, and and I realized that it was I'm not a school person but it was the first time in my life that I didn't mind going to class that I would I'd study every chance that I got throughout the day um, and I just I became like really interested in the body um, and so it kind of hit me I should do this as a career because it's not gonna suck to get up and like go to work every day you know it's actually something I enjoy doing um, so yeah so that's how I ended up making fitness a career it kind of just um, found me it was very interesting um, number two is a similar question what made you want to be a trainer um, so like you know obviously like i said kind of becoming obsessed with it i really didn't want to have a, a career or a job where i like hated going to work every day i i know people like that i really didn't want to be that person i wanted to enjoy what i what i do for a living and i didn't want it to feel like work um so that's something that i you know learned as i you know as i went like this is something i can do every day for the rest of my life where or at least <laughs> sorry until my body you know gives out um but something that i could do for a long time um that i don't you know that doesn't feel like work because i also really love people and i love helping people um especially like you know with stories you know i, I feel like i can relate to a lot of different people um and so when i see someone that reminds me of myself i love to like encourage them and help them um, and it's so rewarding to to see them hit their goals or to help them with something um, You know some of my clients like they have to work out um, 
for health reasons and stuff. And so it's really cool to see that they can get off certain medications or they can walk or, you know, not have to be in a wheelchair. It's not just about aesthetics, but um, just their lifestyle. And so I really enjoy helping people. And I think that that also drives me every day to get up and do a good job at what I do. Um, okay, switching gears, number three. Do you have any dating advice? The older I get, the harder it is. Girl, I hear you. I know a girl asked me this question. Um, it is. It's tough as as we get older. I think um, me personally, it used like a six pack and a nice smile did it for me. And now that it doesn't, um, I need so much more than that. And so it does get a little harder as we get older because we also get wiser and we know what we want and we're kind of more set in our ways. Um, but my advice is, I mean, first of all, my dating life right now. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't know if I'm the one that asked for this advice, but um, I will say that what has helped me is to really go into dating now knowing what I want and what I don't. And I think that really helps because, and not settling, you know, and not ignoring the red flags. So what has really helped me recently is to like go out with somebody and automatically say, nope, this is a deal break for, breaker for me, this is a deal breaker for me, or this is a red flag, and um, and get out, you know, and not waste my time. Because I think what um, is very easy to do is ignore the red flags or ignore your own um, wants and say, well, I guess I can look past that or I can, you know, but at the end of the day, it's always going to come back to haunt you and be a problem. And maybe by then you've wasted six months of your life. So I would say to go into dating with, um, intention with an idea of what you want and what you don't deal breakers and non-negotiables and, and negotiables. Cause let's be honest, like you're not going to meet anybody perfect. Like you have to, um, be understanding as well that not everything is going to be um perfect so but but on the you know more serious things that matter to you like really you know pay attention to those and the and the red flags as far as where to meet people i am not really a, a dating app person i recently tried it and it's just not for me um i like to meet people more organically and i feel like I don't know. I feel like being on apps and things, <coughs> sorry, I know it, it like, it works for a lot of people and a lot of people have met on them, but I'm just more of a, I believe that like whatever's meant to be will be. Um, so I'm more of like an organic person, like meeting at a store or the gym or through a friend or, you know, something like that. Or like even Instagram, which isn't really like a dating app. So it's, it's a little different but um, just meeting someone through there, like kind of more organically, um, I think is, yeah. But that's my advice. I hope that helps. Um, but it is definitely harder as we get older. Oh my goodness. Uh, number four. Sorry, if you guys can hear that, my dog is scratching on her bed. <laughs> so that is annoying, I'm sorry. Uh, number four. When are you coming to the East Coast? Oh my gosh, it's been way overdue. Um, I am hoping to get out there in the next couple of months. Um, I have a few clients out there that I see multiple days a week and uh, one of them I've never even met in person and I've had her as a client for two years. And so I really wanna go do a trip where I need to go to Maine, to New York, to Florida. So I am hoping to do that soon. Um, 
yeah, we're hoping to do that soon, very soon, like in August or September. Um, but we'll see. Number five, how do you get rid of cellulite? I get this question a lot. Unfortunately, with cellulite, um, a lot of the time it is uh, genetics. And so there's really sometimes not a whole lot we can do, but we can still try, we can try to prevent it. And so there are a few things that we can do. Um, you can Google this to find out exactly how to do it, but there's something called dry brushing where you get one of those, um, you know, brushes that you would brush, um, like your feet with, or like in the shower, you know, and you brush dry in circular motions. Um, and then you get in the shower and, and there's a scrub that I like to, to use from Lush called cop coffee in a cup or something, coffee or cup. And, um, and I do that after. And then I go in with oil and like bio oil and lotion. And so that really helps. Um, also, cellulite is bad fat. That's Faith, guys. Say hi, Faith. Yeah, that's her. Um, so cellulite is bad fat. So you need to replace, a lot of people are scared of fats, but you actually need to have good healthy fat in order to replace the bad fat or you will end up with cellulite. Um, so avocados, olive oil, and then lifting, obviously. Um, you want to lift, lift heavy. I know people are scared of that, but lift as heavy as you can um, because weights also help with cellulite. So there's a good combination of things that you can do to try to prevent, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> to try to prevent that from happening. Um, okay, so number six, what is the crazy your craziest dating story? I thought about this when <laughs> I thought I'm gonna answer this. Faithy, what is your deal? Do you need to come here? Come here. I think she's upset because she's not being heard right now or seen. Um, okay, so I would say my craziest dating story is, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm, okay, so I had a client who was up for a promotion and she really wanted this promotion and her boss, the CEO of the company, he saw a photo of me and wanted to go out with me and apparently she was not above whoring me out for a promotion. Um, so she asked me to, um, you know, to please go on a date with her boss. So I agreed just to help her out. Uh, he was much older than me. Um, but I thought, you know, it's just one date, whatever. Uh, he sends, okay. So his assistant called to confirm the date. Um, so I never actually spoke to him in person or saw him or anything before. And then he sent his driver to pick me up and uh, we went to his place, his house, his mansion um, in Malibu. And on the way, I asked, you know, the driver, like, what can you tell me about him? And he said, I signed a, a non-disclosure, so I can't say anything. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be an interesting night. And so we ended up going to, you know, his house. And um, what's interesting is I hike by this guy's place all the time and I see this house and I'm like who lives in this house with 40 bedrooms like who needs that this guy does apparently so um so I go there and he showed me around and and we <laughs> get in the car go to Soho house which if you guys don't know Soho house you have to you know be a member to to get in and it was very fancy and nice and on the way there he is you know facetiming 
the owner of a basketball team I won't say who and is like this is my date tonight and like kind of showing me off and it, it was just a very interesting evening and so we go have dinner at Soho House and um basically you know I mean he did make me laugh and we get back to his place after and he basically said are, are we gonna have sex and I said no and he said okay well then I'll have my driver take you home it was really nice to meet you and that was it and that was definitely one of my most interesting dating stories in LA. I mean, I have a lot, but that's probably one that sticks out to me as being pretty crazy. Um, okay, number seven. Why did you tell everyone that you got Botox? Isn't it supposed to be a secret so that nobody knows? Um, so I, you know, I like to talk about things like that. I'm pretty open about everything, but but this is the thing, I train a lot of teenage girls. I train a lot of, you know, kids who think that the Kardashians naturally look like that. Um, and they try, you know, really hard to, to feel good about themselves and to, um, you know, try to kind of be like some of the celebrities that they look up to. And they, you know, a lot of people aren't, aren't open and honest about the fact that they're not natural. And even though Botox isn't a big deal, um, you know, it's not like I got my butt done or my boobs done or something. Not there's anything wrong with that, but but it, it's but still it's not that noticeable. But um, but I like to be open and honest because I don't want people to think that you know I naturally look a way that is not natural. And I would hope that like more people would be more open about it so that little girls don't think that you know it, that they're not good enough or whatever because they naturally don't look a certain way i you know i like that people can be open and honest about things that they get done or things they do so that you know it's just out there so i i just like to to put it all out there you know i don't like to pretend like i'm perfect or that i naturally look a certain way if i i mean that's really the only thing i got done but you know, if I decide to get more things done in the future, I would be honest about it. Um, you know, that's just me. Okay, number eight. How are you single? Um, yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> I've been in great relationships where I could have, you know, been married, but I think that I mean I know that I would have had to compromise things that I really cared about in one way or another um and I there are things that were kind of, that I didn't feel like I wanted to compromise on and um yeah it would be very easy f for you know me to have been married by now but I know in the long run it just wasn't meant for me it, I wouldn't have been happy in the long run I don't think that marriage um or kids makes you happy. I see a lot of people that have those things and are miserable. With that said, I want those things. I, I, it's in my heart to have them, but I'm not going to settle to get them. So I just haven't met someone yet that I have felt is like a hundred percent for me, um, to be happy long-term. You know, I think that I'm in a place where I'm really happy on my own, which is great because I think that's when you should meet somebody that, I mean, by then now I can, I know I can make somebody else happy uh, because I'm happy. And maybe before, you know, 
that wasn't the case and then like with my last couple relationships it was but like it just still didn't it wasn't right um so i think it just it's not meant to happen for me yet uh i think that when it that person comes along i'll just know that it's right but until someone comes along that helps me you know to that, that just adds to my life you know because i'm already happy so if i meet somebody that adds to my life and i can add to theirs and we can be best buds and have passion and and you know build a life together that makes sense then then i'll be with somebody um but yeah i think that's why it just hasn't felt right yet i'm not a hundred percent um number nine uh what advice do you have for someone who wants to be a personal trainer um definitely go get certified um educate yourself my advice is to work for a i mean i had the best education at equinox i had it was the best place to start as a personal trainer so if you can get hired on at equinox or or a good gym i would say do it um but then get out as soon as you can <laughs> because the thing with um gyms is they do take a big percentage of your money and you work really hard um, for it. And it's almost a false sense of security. Um, I think once you build a name for yourself, you get the education that the gym has to offer. You feel really confident as a trainer and you build up your clientele. It's great, but then go out on your own. Um, you know, have private clients, go house to house and you know, work for yourself. Because if you're gonna do all the work, why are you splitting your money with somebody like it just doesn't make sense so i would say definitely like pay your dues get your education um go work for a great gym learn a lot from other trainers you can always learn i still learn i've been doing this for almost 10 years i still learn from other trainers i still like take classes i keep up on my certification every two years um and i take new classes because science is always changing and um, and so, yeah, I would say continue to educate yourself and learn as much as you can um, from others and then go out on your own and, and kill it. Um, yeah. Number 10, last one. We're almost done, guys. What do you do as a personal trainer that is different than other trainers? Um, I guess that, like, I think what this person was meaning is, like, what makes me stand out from other trainers. <sighs> I have worked with a lot of trainers, a lot of great ones and not so great ones. I think personally, um, what makes me stick out is first of all, I'm a stickler for being on time and by on time, I mean, I'm t five to 10 minutes early. I hate being like on time on time and late is unacceptable to me. And so I think cl the clientele that I work with, they're all for very successful all of them actually all of them are very successful people they're business people um i respect their time they respect mine and i think number one that is super important to not be flaky to not be late to not cancel to not sh just not show up like i i always show up i'm always on time if for whatever reason something happens it's out of my control i'm always communicating so i think that's number one um Number two, I think would be that I actually care, you know, and it sounds like a no brainer, but like personal training is personal. And I think there are some trainers that just look at it as dollar signs or, or, you know, they don't really care about 
that individual. Um, they don't care to get to know them really and they just want to keep it business. I have no boundaries, which maybe is not good either, but like, <laughs> but my clients have stayed with me for pretty much the entire, you know, 10 years that I've been training. So there's something to it, but I really don't have boundaries. It's, I'm really bad at it. They become family. They become, you know, I'm very close to all my clients and um, I truly care about them and their well-being and, and outside of training. And then I go above and beyond. Like, I help them shop and meal prep and give them advice and, like, anything that they need. Like, I'm, I'm there for them. And um, I've been through a lot with a lot of my clients that have nothing to do with training. So, um, you know, I, I think it's just actually caring. I think that that shows in your work and listening to them and their needs and what they like about training and what they don't and um, their weaknesses and kind of how, I mean, basically I'm in a relationship with all of my clients, which maybe is why I'm not in a real relationship because they take everything out of me. No, but it's, it's good. I love it. I, there's nothing I would change. Um, so I think that it really helps to, um, to truly be passionate about it and about the people that you're working with and going above and beyond um, the call of duty, like, uh, you know, so I think that that is probably something that sticks out. Um, but this was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I know it's a quick one. Um, I hope I answered all your questions and hopefully they all made sense. I know this little faith is driving us all crazy. I hope she's not annoying <laughs> you guys. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And stay tuned for another amazing guest next week. And we will see you soon. Bye.